0: Hello, this
1: is December 18th, 2021 and my first recording in uh, at least three months, I think, four months maybe. Uh, It's been uh, an unusual year, to put it mildly. Um, I think most of you know that uh, my wife and I sold our house in Rochester. We bought this house in Sarasota, Florida. And, uh, it seems like the last four months have gone by in a blur, uh, of change. Uh, so let me apologize in advance for what will probably be a somewhat ragged, uh, podcast. I, I am out of practice. Um, and this is new technology. Uh, one of the, One of the adjustments I've had to make down here in Florida is uh, how to manage my uh, technology without all of these helpful staff members and others uh, at hand to straighten things out for me. Um, But I was able to get help from Jeanette uh, to find a new way to do a recording. The other ones that I've done during uh, the pandemic uh, involved an actual recording device, a little thing that I would then run over to uh, Sensate's house and he would do some magic with that. And then it would get to Scott Jennings who would uh, find a way to send it out as a link in an email. Well, um, instead we're sending this to what they call the cloud. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, so yeah, this is something of an experiment. Uh, I've also had to get used to, um, managing without the one of arguably the, the best, uh, assets of my whole adult life, which is Zen Center cooking. This is this has been the first these two months now that we've lived here in Florida have been the first two months in uh fifty years. That's five oh half a century that I haven't had the wonderful blessing of Zen Center um cooking at the center and uh and leftovers. I've been immensely grateful for Zen Center leftovers all these years and uh now we we're finding uh we have to find another way <laughs> uh yeah so um it's a time of transition it's a time of ambiguity let me first uh go to the sort of the the origin of this uh, corona cast, which is the pandemic itself yes we're all uh, looking at uh, another major wave now with the Omicron. Um, the The Zen Center's COVID committee met today to uh, look at uh, the upcoming January session, the Rohatsu session, to see uh, what restrictions there might be on that. Uh, I'm told that... Uh, uh, It'll be more restricted than the October or, uh, or rather the November, the last two seven-day sessions in November led by Sensei and the September one, late September, led by me. Uh, that was maybe something of a of a break for us all, uh, all of us able to attend the at Chapin Mill. But now with these alarming numbers, I heard yesterday of something like Corona, the, the cases, the COVID case is doubling every day or something like that, every two days. Uh we're we're clearly uh we're gonna be clobbered, clobbered with this again. I'm hoping to be able to go to the January session just to face the wall. No teaching, no docs no teacher, just to face the wall. Uh but uh now I'm not so sure um, these uh surging uh omicron numbers may torpedo uh, my getting there. We'll see we'll see we just you know we're all in the same boat we are all in the same boat we We rise and fall based on those who refuse to
0: get vaccinated.
1: I've also come to appreciate uh, the Zoom sittings even more than before. I did before in Rochester, but now they're my lifeline. I mean, I would sit anyway, but it's not the same. It's not the same as being able to glance at the screen and see that you're sitting with 25, 30, 35 other people. It's a, it's a great, great blessing really to do these sittings together and I don't think even I uh, would be quite as regular uh, with my morning sitting uh, without that seven to eight commitment Uh, probably would do end up doing a little less than an hour a day As grateful as I am to participate with others sitting in the morning, evening and via Zoom, uh, I'm also going through quite a transition uh, being down here without Sangha, without Sangha nearby. Uh, it's, it's the first time, if I can repeat myself, it's the first time in 50 years that I haven't been with the Sangha around me. In the same county except for I think 1981 I spent a year a full year with Roshi Kaplow in Mexico assisting him in his book writing Um, but even there I had him (laughs) to sit with every morning and uh, Polly Polly uh, Whitcomb then uh, Pap George the three of us lived in a house in Mexico and I would sit together every morning and and sometimes in the evening. Um, so this is, this has been quite a time for me uh, adapting to these very different circumstances. Uh, some of you may have May have heard some uh, background sounds when I, and the the, the Zoom sittings when I uh, introduced the uh, Roxu verse, and then at the end of the sitting, the four vows, uh, may have heard some construction noise in the background. We have a, just to to get this out on the table, we have a 10-story condominium under construction right next to us, right next to us. Um, uh, there maybe a couple, three more months away from finishing the shell. Once that's done, then it'll be quieter. But, uh, if you do hear hammering sounds and other odd, uh, construction sounds, well, that's what it is.
0: And then we have
1: the uh, the shooting at that uh, high school in Oxford, Michigan. Not that it matters, but uh, Oxford was just a short drive from where I grew up, Rochester, Michigan. It's now called Rochester Hills, Michigan. Uh, Oxford high school was was in our athletic League uh, football basketball baseball uh so it uh hit hit home uh in a special way uh, feeling it so close to where i grew up
0: but back to uh back to the pandemic uh what What can we do but carry on? I know
1: it's, it's hard for a lot of people. I can't imagine what it's like without daily sitting. I can't imagine how people are dealing with this month after month. Now about to enter our third year. This is, uh, who could have imagined this in uh, the winter of what was it, 2020? Uh, no one in our lifetime has been through this, and you know, who knows how much longer this will go? After after Omicron, what then? Will there be another variant that sweeps the globe and another? It does no good, does it? Does no good to think about that. Thinking about it is the problem. Thinking about it is is what causes us to suffer. We just adapt to whatever the restrictions are. Here in uh, Sarasota, uh, I haven't worn a mask anywhere in two months. it's just become a very safe place. I don't see, I see hardly anyone else wearing masks too. Up until now, when I went to Santa Fe last week to visit my sisters and in-laws and nieces and nephews and grandnieces and grandnephews, uh, it's much more, uh, dangerous. Uh, there we were wearing masks everywhere because that's what was required. Everywhere indoors, you had to wear masks and, uh, I realized in in wearing masks all all of last week just uh, just how what a break we've had in uh, Rochester and and uh, Florida uh, to not have to wear masks everywhere. And it seems that in Europe, Europe it's already much worse than here. But I guess it's a, uh, it's a, Europe is a, is a forerunner. It's a, it's a bellwether of what we're about to
0: see here. You know,
1: one could talk about why the most intelligent thing we can, we can do in these circumstances is, daily sitting but uh i guess we have to find it out for ourselves or actually the way to find out is to is to miss a few sittings and see what that does with the mind but uh i hope it doesn't come to that for anyone i hope that everyone can can have the faith to sit every day knowing that uh However bad it is, however bad it is now and and, and will be. Surely it will get worse this winter. Uh, it would be worse. It would be worse without sitting. There's no question.
0: It's a, it's a matter of, it's a form of self-care. It's a form of survival to sit every day people who find it difficult to sit every day. Well, you need to find a way to do it.
1: I remember Roshi Kaplow saying a long time ago that everyone needs to sit. It's good for everyone to sit, uh, but not everyone has a felt need to sit. This has come to me many times that... uh Uh, Probably most, almost everyone who is hearing this now uh, understands what an intelligent thing it is to allow the mind to settle every day during sitting, to allow the mind to settle, to allow thoughts to settle so that we can become more centered and grounded and able to adapt to the winds of change, starting with the pandemic. Everyone must know that. It, it seems so obvious, but then we have to, on a, on a, on a, in a physical way, we have to feel drawn to the mat and to and to do that. And and uh, yeah, just just miss a few days, or even worse, a few weeks of sitting. And uh, anyone who has built up any kind of momentum will then. Uh, have confirmed for them uh, what a difference sitting can make. So my message is not a new one. (laughs) It's not original. That uh, a kind of a plea for you all who are listening to this to find a way to sit every day or almost every day. And, uh, And that's the way. That's the Dharma. That's the Tao. That enables us to live in a in accordance with truth, the way.
0: There's no other way. The other way is to suffer unnecessarily.
1: I hope uh, those of you in Rochester and other Uh, hard-hit areas states and other areas can uh contend with all this Uh, you know it won't last forever oh i've heard the other day that uh not just the other day uh, i think we know historians tell us that the pandemics of uh, hundreds of years ago thousands of years ago could last for years and years and years um but they ended. And this one will end. And then maybe, you know, in a hundred years or fifty years, another one will come rolling in. How do we manage all
0: this? Through
1: the sitting. Sitting and of course carrying into our daily lives, our, our active lives, uh, as much as possible of that, uh, um, stabilized awareness that we get from the sitting. Well, thanks for listening. And, uh, I'm hoping now that, uh, Jeanette has taught me how to do this new, uh, kind of transmission to the cloud. I'll be able to do it, uh, a little more often.
0: Take care.